Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my fellow host, Michelle Van Dusen. What is Laugh Support? Why, thanks for asking. It's a couple of clean comedians offering a supportive and positive environment for the comedy community. We talk about our highs and our lows and some traumatizing shows. Michelle, are you ready? Get set. <laughs> Let's go. And I can't wait, Michelle, for you to tell us who's on the show. Oh, today we have Dory, Dory McLemore. She's a comedian, a storyteller, a joy bringer who believes that caffeine is keeping her alive. Amen. Popcorn should have its own food group. A double amen. And dry cleaning saves marriages. She is really wise. And that true joy comes from knowing we are worthy of God's love in the middle of all of our imperfections. I'm like, is she watching me? Okay, so uh, <laughs> she has been, uh, Dory's been speaking and performing stand-up comedy since 2006 for audiences like Coast to Coast and around the world. She's traveled with Michael Jr. She's traveled with Sisters United yeah. and, and just wait for this one, carpool line for two different schools. <sighs> two. Ooh. All right, oh, let's yeah. welcome to the podcast, Dory McLemore. It's Dory. Oh my goodness. First of all, Michelle, excellent job on the Macklemore. She said, how do you pronounce Dory's last name? And I said, you know, like the song Thrift Shop. I'm sure you got, you didn't get that before. Then the song comes out and she was like, oh, there's a song about a thrift shop. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, who sung that? And I was like, I think it's a Hill song. I think it's something Hill song. Oh, really? really? I've never heard that one. <laughs> It's Macklemore, and just in case you're wondering, no relation, and no I wish there was, because mm -hmm. then I would have money and rhythm, so. Yes, <laughs> both would be good, both would be good, and listen, your um, your introduction, when Michelle said that popcorn should be its own food group, let me tell let me tell you what happened to me, so I've never done the, like, give something up for Lent thing, you know, because no, do popcorn. Well, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I don't fully understand that. But this year I was like, well, I, I'm going to try that. I'm going to give something up. And um, and so I thought, what's the thing that like every night my husband and I make popcorn like every yes. night we sit down, we split this bowl of popcorn. And I was thinking about like, that would truly be something I have to lean on God to stop eating this popcorn. When you smell it, you need it. Yeah. You know, so I thought I'm going to do this. And, and then I did it, you know, for a week. And then um, I heard the pastor say something about, you know, how you gave it up till Easter. And I was like, wait, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> a long time. That is. I only failed once and it was just a natural instinct. He sat down beside me and I reached over and I, I grabbed a handful of the popcorn and I started eating it. And then I was like, oh, and I was like, Lord, forgive me, forgive me for the popcorn. Oh I, I would I make mean. my husband do it with me. There's no way he would get away with making it. I'd be like, no, you're doing it. Also. Yes. yes. Well, Dory, we're so excited to have you uh, with us on Laugh Support. Um, you know, we'd like to talk about basically like from the beginning, our show actually started because Michelle was one of the first people to be my Laugh Support. She was one of the oh. first people who um, stepped into my life and, and helped me to uh, work on a bit. And she was there the very first time I stepped on stage. Uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Christian awesome. Comedy uh, Association conference. So Michelle was, it was a bit about popcorn. It was. <laughs> and now, funny. now I can't well, do no. that bit. I have to give up that bit until Lent. I'm not even allowed to do it this week. So <laughs> anyway, but tell us, tell us, 
when you think about your your comedy career, because you've been doing this for a while, um, when you think back even to the beginning, maybe one of the first people or two that that stepped in and and who was your laugh support? Oh, good question. I, you know, I have to say that it was probably more my 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 parents. Like I know I don't know if that counts or not, but I um they saw any okay they count I <laughs> good good call um but I just think that they it was funny because when I kind of first told them about it they were like yeah we that makes sense and I was like uh I did not ever have that as like on my radar for a career or anything so they were just like and it's funny because thinking back my parents weren't like on stage people but for some reason all my both my sisters and I do things on stage and I was thinking about my dad actually built us a puppet stage in our playroom um, because I don't know why the puppet stage, but he just thought, you know, they, they love to act and entertain. And um, and I, I realized when I thought about that, that it sounds like I was rich. And um, I just want you to- <laughs> I was like, my dad built us a puppet stage in our playroom. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right off the garden in the pool house. Yes, I know. But we did have above ground pool. So let's just bring it on down. Like it's not, it's not there. But um, Wait, a puppet stage and a pool. And then okay. you say, oh, we're not rich <laughs> right now. She's trying, she's Hold trying on. not to brag. I'm right. swimming in down there. Oil. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. So they just saw in us that we like love to do those kind of things. I, I remember like using a tape recorder, like the old school tape recorders and like making my own radio show for yes. no one, you know, yes, just we'd record. Can and you do um, the intro for us? What now? Can you do the intro to your old radio show for us? Oh, my memory is so bad. <laughs> it is Finding Dory and I am the fish. <laughs> I do remember I did Barbie news on our video camera. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And had a little jingle, and I don't know exactly what it was like. It was like Barbie News, oh, you know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but I used my grandfather gave us our old his old video camera that had to be connected to the TV still. Like, there's no way to video record outside of your like two foot radius from the TV. But um, I like read the manual and learned how to use it, and made my sisters do commercials with me and stuff, and. When they wouldn't play with me, I did um, the Barbie, the Barbie news. So I was always into that stuff. So my parents just saw it like, I don't know, early on. And they were like, go for it, you know? And I, you know, I just, I didn't even know what comedy was though. I wasn't even like this huge fan of like stand up comedy because you didn't have YouTube back in our day, right? Like, how did we even listen to it? (laughs) Like, I wasn't allowed to watch any of the shows it was on. So um, when I first started, um, my my um, I was at a women's conference and I was kind of like praying about what I was supposed to be doing. You know, I had two kids and it was like, Lord, what do you want from me? And I felt like he was like, hey, when are you going to do that speaking thing that I kind of hinted at, you know, mm-hmm. early in your like, you know, teenage years or whatever. And I was like, Lord, I have these conversations with God. Like he is really talking out loud to me, but um, he's not. But um, I I remember saying, God, I can't just walk up onto a stage and start speaking. They like arrest people for that. Like you can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone has to invite you. And um, 
I felt like he just said, just say yes. Like when someone asks you and I thought, well, I'm off the hook because no one is going to just randomly ask me to speak. And um, right. so the next day, my women's next day at the same retreat, this women's ministry director from our church was like, Dory, I heard you had the ladies up laughing last night. I want you to be our entertainment speaker at our next women's event. And I was like, I don't know what an entertainment speaker is. I didn't say that, but I was like, what is that? And I told her I would pray about it, um, which means no. Um, <laughs> right. That, right. That's no, you know. And uh, so I realized on the way home that I was supposed to say yes. So I called her back and said, I'm supposed to say yes. And I don't know what it is, but um, she had me do 30 minutes. And oh my. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. I was too naive to know that you don't do 30 minutes of comedy your first time on stage. You do like three minutes of comedy. Um, but it was, I, I don't know how it came together. I think the Lord just kind of gave me stuff to say because in about six months, I had to get up there and do it and it didn't stink. And um, <laughs> um, I think God knew it couldn't stink the first time because then I would never right. get on stage again. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was just reading something this week and it, um, and it was talking about how people are like searching for this, like, what's my purpose? God, what's my purpose? Right. As if he's got it hidden, you know, because we, we do that. We act like it's like hidden somewhere. And, you know, right. I know when the Lord called me into comedy, it was this whole like shock of like, wait, what? That's so out of the box. That's so whatever. But as you're describing your story, as I was reading this this week, I was doing the same thing. I was looking back and I was like, oh, yeah, it was kind of always there. It was always there. I, I was the kid who was writing plays with my sister uh, and we were playing, uh, you know, we had paper guitars and we would put on the, like we had a show, the Easter Bunny Chronicles every Easter. <laughs> and like, it was this, you know, thing. So at first it was like, this is so crazy and random. But then God's like, you've never shut up, June. <laughs> like You talk <laughs> all the time. I know how you're wired. You know, we act like it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That like in your case, Michelle, I don't need you to confirm that, okay? Uh, <laughs> but it's I, true. If I was quiet, we wouldn't have a show where we talk. So that's right. You know, here that's we right. are. But but it is, you know, I love that story. I love that that your laugh support really right away was somebody who didn't even realize. You know, a lot of times God will use people they don't even know they're being used in that moment, and He yeah. is so sneaky and funny. You're like, I don't know that anybody's going to ask me. And he's like, <laughs> wait till tomorrow. Here it <laughs> I love, I, it. I, love I it. would love to see, um, interact, uh, like replays of you guys doing like Barbie news or is interviewing the bunny <laughs> report or whatever it is. The Easter bunny report. Like, I awesome. think that would be a great new little kid show or something. Yeah. So, Please make it happen. Awesome. That would be great. <laughs> I have Barbie still. So, I mean, it could happen. <laughs> you got to. You got to keep them. I have boys. We didn't We didn't have Barbie. We actually moved into a house. And the only thing that people left behind in the closet was this box of naked Barbies. <laughs> and my kids were like, I think Trey was six and Ty was 10. And they came down like the box was on fire. They were just like, what do we do? 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 We're going to box Barbies. They're naked. What do we do? That's hilarious. Oh my God. 
Uh, yeah, so, my mom just found um and i just found my mom saved a lot of our like growing up toys it's cute because then my kids now play with them and i love it yeah. and one of them was a set of glamour gals and they're like little tiny dolls and they're super cute but some of the clothes just somehow deteriorated over the years you know and so my mom like gave kaylee my little girl money to like clothe them and she oh. like because people like i guess you can pay Etsy on etsy or something for for people to pay like to make these clothes and but kaylee is really actually kind of good at it and she um she made little glamour gal clothes so i hear you on the naked it's hard to keep them you know yeah. just all legit living, you know and living a hard life those barbies <laughs> those poor <laughs> poor naked barbie we could almost do a fundraiser show for that we could almost <laughs> There are people that could relate to that. Just come and close the Barbie. Oh my God. That's awesome. Well, okay. So you started out, your your comedy was actually, so, okay. So when you were on stage, were you just doing straight comedy for 30 minutes or did they have you do um, your testimony or, you know, what, what was the thing that you did the first time? Right. At that time, they had like a whole conference with speakers and stuff. So I was just the entertainment. So I did all comedy, but it was definitely, I found like, um, kind of that Dory story type. I was the storyteller in me came out too. Yeah. Like so there was stories, there was, um, so it wasn't a lot of like one-liners or anything like that. It was definitely more, um, story and, you know, actually, it's still on. I think on my YouTube channel, my first ever time on stage, hilarious, like super grainy. But I just leave it up there because I'm like, it was just the early, That's my earliest thing, and so it's fun to to look back. <laughs> Well, and you said, you know, you didn't know that that's not even a thing to do, to get up and do 30 yeah. minutes of comedy. And sometimes it, I think it's just, it's, it's just a comfortable, beautiful ignorance that we have yeah. when, when yeah. we go up there. But then at a certain point, people start telling you, well, hey, maybe you want to, or you should do, or try, or you start seeking out advice because you're like, okay, I know I'm doing this, yeah. but I want to do right. it better. So do you remember maybe some early on advice where somebody came to you and said, hey, you know, you might want to try this and, and and you were just really grateful that you learned that piece of information. Right. I think that like, I didn't realize what a network of comedians and especially Christian comedians at the time that there was. So like mm -hmm. I was kind of a lone ranger for quite a while, but then I was introduced to the Christian comedy association and seriously going to that conference, I was like, Oh my gosh, I know nothing. Like I just, mm -hmm. I mean, in a good way, like it wasn't like a, you know, no one made me feel bad about that, but I just was like, I couldn't believe just the resources and the information and like the people just being what connecting to those people really helped with, you know, my laugh support because I was really on my own for a long time and just didn't know. So it was like, it was like neat to see like, you know, I don't know how to, how to construct a, a joke, how to, you know, I mean, what I was doing was working, but it was like, I wasn't honing it. I wasn't doing, you know, what I could do to make it even better. And like, you know, just what I learned from that was just invaluable. I was, I was like, so blown away. I went home like, okay, I'm oddly excited, but also like totally thinking I know nothing and I don't belong in this, you know, mm -hmm. but God just, you know, had to affirm that, Hey, look, I, I called you into this and, you know, you're doing it kind of your way, but it's definitely valuable to learn more and more things and, and not think you have it all figured out. Cause I definitely did. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, that was, I think my biggest eye opener and just, just that, you know, like it's, I don't need to be a lone ranger in it. You know, I, I, I was, I didn't realize how many people are really in the same 
situation and how many people are willing to give up their time and like resources to help you. Like I was blown away by that, that it was like not this competitive thing. I'm sure in some cases it is, but I didn't find that there. I really felt like people were so amazing. And I think I met both of you um, through either, I think Michelle, it was CCA for sure. And then I think June, it might've been SheCon first and then I, um, the CCA. So I just feel like that was like, game changing for me and my, and my, and my viewpoint on it you know, as well. So I love it. That's yeah. Now, that's I, I know that SheCon is a conference, right? It's like, um, what it was the acronym stand for? Oh, it was, it was just she, like she conference at the time. I think uh, like it was SheCon was like the she conference. It's, yeah. you know, the women, Christian, women who were not only uh, comedians, but they, it was uh, Lisa Mills and Kay Dodd put it Mm -hmm. on outside of Atlanta. And um, they basically invited any woman that was kind of using their comedic voice to share the gospel, whether it was through comedy or, or inspiration. Go ahead. So was it, was it like speakers, humor, entertainers? So I think it might've been something like that. Speaking in Something like that, right? Can <laughs> I hear you guys say, oh, yeah, we met at SheCon. I'm picturing, like, you know, like the, the, the Amazon women. You're like, oh, I'm she, you know, like, I can see you guys, like, dressed like in this, you know, black battle. Yeah. Michelle, that's so hurtful. Do you know how many times at 510 I've been called an Amazon woman? <laughs> I never have dropped you and give me my moment here. I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay, Dory. <laughs> Five foot one. I'm, yeah. But yeah, I, that I'm was three a- inches taller than I could claim a disability, actually, three inches shorter. And so I yes. just want you to know that. Wait, wait. I, I love Amazon. Dis- wait, this is a disability? Wait, what, what can I do now? <laughs> <'Cause> Michelle, <laughs> you don't claim things, Michelle. We can't mm-hmm. reach things. That's why. I can't reach things either. It's just the stuff down low. So I'm not really sure why that's fair. I can't reach low. That's why Michelle and I are such good partners. I clean the yeah. ceiling fan. He gets the baseboards. Like we're going to, yeah, we're going to have a uh, cleaning company soon. That's you know, I mean, awesome. after this, if this podcast doesn't just go global, we're, we'll just do that. <laughs> but yeah, so she is where, where we met. We, and we, and, and it wasn't really just, meant to be like only women, but it really was at the time, I think in the CCA, they uh, saw a need that Lisa and Kay did that said, you know, I think we just need some, some sisterhood because as women, we, you know, a lot of times we're taught to be competitive with each other and to, you know, to see each other as threats. And it was really a place to foster these friendships and like kind of connect and go, you know, our friend Marlo, my goodness, she, you know, yeah. she's such an inspiration. She uh, spoke and just kind of brought out some real truth in, inside of us and helped us kind of bring ourselves a little bit higher. And then you had mm-hmm. the comedic. We even we let a couple dudes in. So the Brights were there. Uh, so Richard Bright was there. And then Rick Roberts was there as well. So we, we let some guys in. We yeah. let some guys in. But it, but it was. It was a great, like, it was a great time to just kind of connect yeah. And, and build some more laugh support. It really was. Right. Uh, it was awesome. And Michelle, if they are able to do it again, you we're, have to, we're yeah. rooming together. We're yeah. doing it. We're going <laughs> for sure. Well, if you want to be able to sleep, because I do snore, um, <laughs> you will have to have earplugs and maybe a sound machine, something like that. So there it is. There it is. Well, well, let's talk about Dory. Um, la- so we talk about who was your laugh support. And we usually ask, you know, have you become someone else's laugh support? 
And I think that there's something very exciting on the horizon that we have to talk about Yay. because you really are in, in your latest project, you are really going to be the laugh support for so many people. So oh. you have a book coming out. Michelle yeah. and I have both already had a little sneaky peeky on it. It's yes, amazing. We did. It's so good. It's so good. So it's a devotional. And here's what here's what spoke to me because obviously comedy is is at my heart. So many times I've looked for um, not even just Christian books, but just any books. Everything is so filled with just drama and pain and right. hurt, violence and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, can we just can we just get something funny mm -hmm. and to have a daily devotion, which is what you've written, that you wake up in the morning and you start your day with joy and mm -hmm. laughter, then a lesson and some truth and inspiration I am a huge fan of what Aww. you've done. So tell us, tell us how, how you decided to do that. And I really, people, people, you have to get this book because okay. it is the laugh support. I think everybody needs every morning. So talk, talk, talk. Yes. Oh, thank you. I am. I'm excited. I really um, felt like the Lord was just like, it's time to put this together because I, I tend to really remember things better if there's a story involved or there's laughter involved. I've always been, I really believe that when, when a, a preacher uses a funny story, it's like, it just kind of, you open up your heart and then like when you laugh and then God can make a deposit in there. And so I really um, wanted to do that. I wanted to take um, what my friends call Dory stories. Um, they have coined that phrase, I guess. And um, cause I would tell them over and over again, if something funny would happen, I would just, I would say it. And then unfortunately, the people who were really close to me would end up hearing them way too many times. Mm -hmm. And I felt <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, you've heard this already. I know. And so I was like, you know, I really need to start using. And I felt like I was starting to make connections between those stories and some like biblical truths. And I thought, you know, I really need to put this together. And, um, be, you know, I always feel like when I'm at an event, I would, you know, love it and get to do, you know, we'd laugh together and stuff, but then it was just over. And I just thought, you know, it'd be amazing to have something like a resource for these women when they leave to be able to take with them and, and go home and um, really, you know, be able to connect with the spiritual side of things. Um, Cause sometimes I'm not, I sometimes speak after comedy, but sometimes I don't. So it's like just the fun, you know, and funny is awesome, but um, to be able to give them something they can bring home and use every day. And, and just, um, I'm really excited about it and terrified a little bit, but, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> to yes. have it out there, but I'm really, um, I really felt like God asked me kind of to do it. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to walk in it and be obedient. And, and I know his word doesn't return void. So I'm, I'm excited about pushing that forward and seeing what God does with that. So yeah. I have a really, really important question here. Yes. Um, what's the name, the name of my book? Yeah. Okay. It's called Hope Looks Good on You. And it actually came from a, a comedian's joy inducing daily devotional for women. Um, not that men can't read it, but it's just, it's the stories tend to like favor women issues. But um, my, uh, not women issues like that, but like just <laughs> women <laughs> stories. Um, but my daughter, it came from um, Hope Looks Good on You. Actually, um, my daughter likes to minister and she's in such an encouragement, my little girl. And she, um, she'll put post-it notes up all over my room. If she thinks I'm having a bad day with just encouraging words on them. And she oh. put up this, uh, post-it note and it said, joy looks good on you, which ends up being a, a title of a song. So I couldn't use it, but actually God was really ministering to me and hope the word hope and just 
like no one can take hope from you. You that's your choice to make that and your perspective on life. And it's just amazing how powerful a perspective of hope is. And so I felt like that was what the Lord wanted me to use. And, um, and it ministered to my heart when she's, you know, said that in my, um, actually, I think she said, love looks good on you. That's right. Love looks good on you, but hope looks good on you. I just feel like that's such a powerful phrase that, you know, you can, um, life looks better when you're hopeful. I mean, honestly, so I hope that that is what it brings the people. I, the, the part that I read, I just belly laughed out loud Mm -hmm. while I'm reading. And I don't do that a lot. Like I'll read stuff and I'll think, oh, that was funny. No, your devotional out loud laughing. And then right from there, you know, then it went right into the scripture and and I'm like, oh, and now I have to reflect. So it, it was, it was amazing. Like it went from laughter to okay, let's get serious about God here. What's, what's it doing in me? You know, and then right, it was, it's so good. Oh. It is so, I, I can't speak highly enough of your book and I, I'm looking forward to buying it and, um, and just, you know, passing out, you know, hey, Mother's Day, here you go, people. Uh, Father's Day, here you go. You, you know a woman in your life. So every man should buy one uh, and, and read it and then give it, you know, to their mom or to their wife or to their daughter or to their neighbor. Everyone should have one. Everyone should be able to have that opportunity to wake up laughing and, and connecting with God. So it, I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. Thank you. And there's such good, there's just such good stories. Here's what I envision one day is like this book. And it, because for me, I, the, I think it was the second story I read. I don't want to give too much away, but you were wearing a ski mask in the story, right? And I'm cracking up and I'm telling my husband uh, this story, you know, so it says it's a daily devotion for women. But but when I was laughing, I actually shared the story with my husband and, you know, and he, he thought that was really funny. And I imagine that like one day you're going to be getting ready to, you know, be at a church or something. And you know how pastors like to open with a funny story and they're going to like have your story at the beginning oh, of their sermon. Yeah. One of those stories are going to show up one day. You'll be like, wait a minute, that was was my story <laughs> I totally, because some pastor's wife is going to be like, Oh my gosh, this is so funny. That you know, awesome. she's gonna use it when she speaks or something, I, I just think it's great. Yeah. Lori, we're it's, it's been so great to have you on here with us today. And so again, the book is hope looks good on you yes. and it's a daily devotion and it's full of joy and laughter and lessons and a beautiful message. And we are just yeah. thrilled to get that joined us today. Now, listen, I want to tell you something. And I've been sharing this with our guest. So, you know, when I end whatever I'm doing, I always say Jesus and Junebug loves you. That's my thing. That's how mm-hmm. I like because when I do comedy. I don't always, uh, like you said, give, uh, you know, my testimony. And, and I'm fortunately, God's put me in clubs and around people that are not necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. wanting me to beat them over the head with the Bible. So I just say Jesus and Junebug loves you. Well, I want a Michelle to have something to say. And I try every episode to get her to say it. Michelle, will you you please say it today for Dory? Okay. You're not, you're not Dory. Do you want to know what it is? Okay. I say Jesus and Junebug loves you. And I want Michelle just to say little Michelle and the Messiah tell you to take it higher. Oh, that's (laughs) yes. <laughs> that is awesome. You like it? You like it? And we'll give you, um, we'll give you one for free. We just, we're gonna say, uh, Jesus and Dory tell you to keep telling his story. Ooh, I yeah. like it. You got it. You got it. You're what? That's a free one. 
It's free. If you want to use it, it's okay, a free I like one. That. I like that. <laughs> Michelle, now that you have your composure, would you like uh, would you like to tell Dory thanks and close us out here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. Oh my goodness. All right. That's it for our episode with Dory McLemore, which is uh Thank thrift you. shop for our listeners. Again, thrift shop is not a song from Hillsong. No, so don't, don't listen to it. June played that for me and she's like, Oh, oh bad word, bad word. And then turn it off. <laughs> she was not. All right, you guys, Jesus and June bug loves you. That's it for this episode of laugh support podcast. Bye. <laughs>